0: everyone, welcome to another episode of Sashay G'day. Uh, I am Kieran and joining me as per always, every single week, she's a constant presence. She's always there. She's never left. It's Ray.
1: Happy Pride, boys. Happy Pride, Ray. Happy Pride. I'm here, no longer ashamed, um, getting nasty with it. I'm wearing my daddy hat that you can't see um, if you're consuming this in a visual medium. Uh, but this is for the boys. It Happy is for the Pride, boys. boys. Mm-hmm.
0: Happy pride. Uh, speaking of pride, Adam's also here. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really Please.
2: bog you down with a lot of speaking my opinions of our today. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Speaking of allies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I've, I've been, I've been told my, my opinion's not welcome by Kieran. So um, if, if, I feel, if I sound a little or down, say or if I, if I sound a little bit, um, I don't know, just attacked. Um, Listen, throughout this, it's Pride you know Month,
0: why. Adam. You have another eleven months to give your opinion.
1: Now, uh, as oh, an okay. ally, you can be proud that you have by best friend energy.
2: That's true. It doesn't, it
1: doesn't go in the song as well, but you've got by. Maybe I'm proud
2: of you every goddamn day. I don't have. I don't need oh, a month for yes. that, Adam. You're a treasure. You're a treasure and an ally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 mm. Uh, yeah, so we are we are going to talk about uh, the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, Down Under, which is Family Resemblance, which is, contains the Makeover Challenge, which I mentioned last week is my favorite challenge of all the mainstays in RuPaul's Drag Race. It is my favorite.
1: I think that the Makeover Challenge is, um, it's either a hit or miss for me. It's either one of my favorite uh, episodes of the season, or it is when I realize that I fucking hate some of the queens you know what i mean i can always tell queens that i'm gonna like long term and queens that i i'm not gonna be able to fucking i'm gonna immediately erase from my memory banks as soon as the season finishes based on how they are with people like making over new people in the makeover challenge whether it's like other drag queens from earlier in the season or from whatever whether it's like their family or new folks i can always tell the Queens that I'm going to like based on how they are with like the outside world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just how they deal with other people.
1: How Yeah. How they interact with another person, how they like try to direct another person to do what they want like that. I always can tell the Queens I'm going to like long-term.
2: I like this, this style of makeover challenge better. Usually when it's some, I I, I occasionally like the other Queens coming back can work Um, But generally speaking, I like it when it's somebody that has never done Mm -hmm. drag and it's kind of blank slate. I think it's more interesting. And I also really like it when they don't try to to make when the people that come in don't try to make the show entirely about them. Mm -hmm. Like they are allowed to let, you know, let the let the queens be the center stage and kind of bring something to that. But there have been times when it's like, oh, we're going to bring the macho guys in. And and it's like and then the whole episode becomes these guys hangups about doing yeah. this and mm. inability to walk in heels. And it's like, great. Yeah, we are not surprised. And these are not the people we're tuning in to watch. Yeah, they've
1: done um, on uh, at least American Drag Race. They've done. Um, like, several seasons of reality TV show women, like Real Housewives. They did a Little Women LA, I believe, or Little Women Atlanta. I think one of of Mm -hmm. that franchise series, because that was season eight. They've done Veterans though, and there was a lot of that. A lot of, like, um, these men coming in, and they're like, well, I'm okay with it. Kind of like, give me a cookie, because I'm okay with you putting makeup on (laughs) me on TV. Mm -hmm. And then there was, like, a wedding one, which was fun in theory but it does seem like it did seem like a couple of the grooms got kind or a couple of the like husbands men um uh, yes. were not on board with it the, and so the, like the, the wedding one was fucking, very
0: strange <laughs> that
1: was so wild because that one dude like left the stage to throw up or something from the homophobia i don't know what i don't know what made yeah. him throw up but it was a whole mess sure. um i liked the all-stars one where they had their part like partners or best judies, like their best friends Yes. Uh, and partners come in. Yes. I enjoyed that. Uh, I really, my favorite makeover challenge of all time, I think, is the season nine one where they did the crew. I always love when they do shit with the crew, when it's like br- bringing the fucking PAs and the, the camera folks like in the center stage. Love that. I always love that. I mean, you like at that. the
0: moment with like the headset and the and the hat, you look like a mm-hmm. member of the crew. So, I mean...
1: That's I what understand. I'm manifesting you, you right now yeah, is PA.
0: Yeah, you want to be a PA on, on RuPaul's Drake, right?
1: <laughs> what de- I want to
0: be a PA. to be honest, actually, on based on show. what I' based on what I've heard, no, you actually you really don't
1: want to be a No, probably <laughs> yeah, not. No, I don't. was just thinking, <laughs> uh, mm-mm,
0: mm-mm. You probably actually don't want to be a PA at all, based on what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <maybe not. laughs> Uh, um, yeah, so anyway, so the episode episode kicks off. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, uh, recently was just sent home last week, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is a huge travesty. Um, yes. But also, what is also a travesty, which I mentioned to Nick multiple times this episode, is that um, Anita Wigler is still not returning to the show, which I think is a big mistake, but...
1: I'm sure they already brought art back. So they can't bring any that it's going to be weird to bring anyone else back.
2: That's so frustrating. I that's the worst part of art coming back is that it's like,
1: that's what we get. You just
2: know. Yeah. Th- this yeah. is the one return that we're getting. And they just did it. Every time I see art, it's not that I have anything no. against art, but art went home and then art came yeah. back. Art, art got a, got, got an episode or two to just take a nap. And then it's like, every time I see art, I think to myself. This could be Anita. Yeah. yeah. Somebody
1: could have. I.
2: This could be Coco Jumbo.
1: It could be Coco Jumbo. I uh, I saw a take. I saw someone on TikTok that was like doing, like talking about uh, Drag Race Down Under and mm. their theory and they presented it like it's a theory that more than just they have, like they presented it like it, it's a, a fan theory um, yeah. is that the reason they brought Art Simone back is because. RuPaul and Michelle refused to come back to record a second See, like they, okay, they came to do the first one but they refused to, to come back and like host themselves so that there's a theory going around that they're trying to turn Art Simone into Brooklyn Heights for like Canada where they have like that be the drag uh, judge representation for like down under drag race franchise. I would be shocked if they do another season. I would be. Just, just based on my feeling of how this has gone so far. I'd be shocked. That may be their intent. <laughs> they, may, they may have intended mm. to bring... Uh, our, weird that they wouldn't try to push Karen for finance, because she seems like a more obvious choice, but whatever. But... Um, that. I, I mean, I to,
0: to, to be honest, we'll, we'll probably talk about it more, but I, I feel like they expected a lot from Karen from finance, and I don't know if they're necessarily getting
1: it. Yeah, at least she survived. I mean, it, at least yeah. she survived this long. She's been <laughs> mediocre, but at least she's at least been she's, here. At least she's
0: still here, yeah. Yeah,
1: um,
0: yeah that's an interesting theory. That's an interesting mm-hmm. theory. I I, I don't know how much water it necessarily holds, because like as far as I'm aware, Michelle- I have no idea about Rue. I don't, I don't know. About, I don't know about how RuPaul no feels about New through. Zealand. But as far as I'm aware, Michelle Visage loves New Zealand and had the absolute best I, time of her life.
1: The, I get this. I get the the same kind of energy from Michelle in the UK. I feel like Michelle loves London and loves coming and filming mm. on the BBC, and she kind of drags Rue along. Yeah, like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think, I just don't think Rue likes to leave his fracking ranch anymore. I just, I just, I think that if they could film yeah. <laughs> internationally uh, everything in a soundstage in his in the one part of his ranch that isn't mm-hmm. entirely being mined for oil, then you know then he would. Just I think a, he would.
0: It's a four by four foot room that's not being mined yeah. for oil, but everything else around it is.
1: That's what I assume. That's where I assume he lives. And the
0: challenge for today's episode is to take away buckets of spoil from the fracking. Just like (laughs) last week and the week before that and the week before that. But that's a coincidence, I'm sure.
1: Inspired by Aquaria's iconic mermaid (laughs) runway. Again. (laughs) 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 Missing the point entirely. (laughs)
0: Um, So uh, so our episode kicks off with uh, Auntie Donna as the special guest for this week with, uh, I think, probably one of the funniest video messages but also one of the most useless video messages Yeah, uh, cuz i had nothing to do with the episode
1: um are they a like are they like um you know like a bowling for soup but in the in australia cuz that's the energy i got is that they were bowling for soup but australia or new zealand
2: are they a less well known fly of the concords oh, that- is that what that is uh they're, so they're
0: they're like they're like a comedy trio from australia who um, who like got really big from doing like YouTube kind of stuff, and then they ended up doing like a bunch of tours, and they have like a Netflix show and, and stuff like that. Like, I, I would say at this point in time, they are now the biggest that they have ever been. But I, I wouldn't measure them by like a huge international. Are they like standard.
1: a Miranda sings? You, like, are they str- Fred? Like what? <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> they may be Fred. No.
1: Are they Fred? No. No, okay, no, no, but no. Kieran, have you considered no, that they might be Fred? No.
2: Fred did have a movie though.
1: Fred had a
0: movie. Fred didn't have a movie. They haven't they haven't haven't had a movie.
1: Oh, so more like Smosh then. Um, I (laughs) They had one strip (laughs) more like Smosh, I see.
0: Yeah, yeah, more like Smosh. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. It was yeah, it was more like more like Smosh. Auntie Smosh. Um I love I love Auntie Donna. I thought it was really fucking funny
2: but it was kind of weird. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't really have any idea who this was except for when they were all very excited. Scarlett was so excited that and was like, Hey, I'm more excited about this than Kylie Minogue." I'm like, well, okay, this has got to be a barn burner. It here. made
1: me so nervous that yeah. Scarlett was really excited for them because of all these Queens, I'm like, oh, sure. I'm going to dump my memory <laughs> banks of Scarlet first.
0: She 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 has the she, cleanest she, taste. on Yeah. Sense.
1: It's like, I know what Scarlet thinks is funny. So I'm real yeah, yeah, reserved. to yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, to comment on Auntie Just Donna. Just her, her
0: confessionals being like, they I love Auntie Donna. They do blackface. Yeah, all it's
2: like the if and it's totally it's okay like if somebody say, says to you They're not PG. Like, Hey, uh like I I'm so excited to see this David Allen co concert. And it's like, <laughs> okay. Mm. okay mm. you know a little bit about a person right it's just like that in the opposite right you may not know anything about this person but if you know they like this thing yeah or it's, it's like uh,
1: who's your favorite comedian you and they lot. answer jeff dunham it's like oh,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh <laughs> okay right yeah very yeah. It. It,
1: it, very that like if they're wearing a larry the cable um, guy t-shirt as they talk to you it's like i have some <laughs> Ooh, I just like as I a heads up I couldn't I remember to to I couldn't anymore.
2: remember David Allen Coe's name so I did just google racist country singer and that was the that was the first <laughs> one to come up well actually it was second it was Morgan Waller and then David Allen Coe <laughs> um but David Allen Coe was the name I was looking for so
1: God, that's so
0: funny uh, um uh, auntie Donna are they so they, they do comedy but it is very it's, it's 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 odd. It's absurd. Yeah, like it uh, seemed like abs- it was. They were like absurdist mm-hmm. humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, look for anyone not familiar. Look up on YouTube, Auntie Donna, a little bit of Christmas pud, and that I feel like is a very good encapsulation of like their brand. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. It's very good. Um, so then we kick off straight into our mini challenge, uh, which was the uh, classic um, attractive muscular men come out with underwear, and then we have a lot of close-ups I
1: on the underwear. Feel. Because the queens called it like Karen specifically was sitting over this table, just being thirsty and saying, "Ugh, I, I hope they do a what's in these men's underwear challenge. And then immediately Rue came in good day, good and was like, hey, we bought we brought these lovely hunky fellas and we are going to shove Beanie Babies over their dicks. And. I feel like they had to when they were shuffling in with the vans or something, they they had to see that there was a bunch of hunky guys in underwear or like by the there's no way this was so produced. Um but they They just
2: d- said they just they just said to these gr- these people, it's like, okay, uh talk about how horny you are. Go ahead and do that. Yeah. just yeah, sit around this table and talk about how horny you are and we'll be You're in like, a minute. Ugh,
1: finally. Um can we can we for a second just How do you boys feel about the fact that they did just seam rip the kind of asshole region of a bunch of Beanie Babies and shove (laughs) them over their dicks? And and then how do we feel about that?
0: Honestly, all that was going through my mind, when when they would pull it down and reveal it, my only thought went out to the PA, who I am sure had to sit there, fingers bleeding, sewing these Beanie Babies onto the crotch of these underwear for like 18 bucks an hour and think, one day... One day this is all going to be worth it and I'll be a producer and I'll make someone else. sew a fucking shark onto the crotch of a pair of underwear.
2: There was, when I was a child, when I was a child, when I was probably about six years old, I went to uh, my uncle, my great uncle's wedding. Okay. It was my great uncle, my grandmother's brother's wedding. It was his second wife. um, And they got married. And I remember like having a good time at the reception. And then they like, They didn't get a lot of gifts, so they opened them at the reception. Kind of like at the end of the reception, they opened gifts. And one of the gifts that was received, my great uncle received a pair of underwear. He pulls them out Mm -hmm. of this box. It is a shark's face. And the mouth opens up and it goes right into the underwear. So it's like your your penis is inside the shark. So you open up the mouth so the of the underwear. So the penis is like coming out of the shark. Your man. penis is, it's the shark's tongue, I guess. I don't know. So, 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 so it's like one of those like alien yeah, tongues tongue. where it's just like the, it comes Effectively, like straight yes. out? If your penis looks like a shark, like most men does, does, then yeah, it would be like a real alien scenario. Scaly, so anyway, rows of teeth. W- okay. I'm just Black saying eyes. that you want to talk about trauma.
1: Yeah. That's rough. watching
2: this episode. Yeah and seeing shark face underwear again just chilled me to my it's, core.
1: I so in in my family and I think it's pretty common in this region of the US there is something that sometimes happens as like a pre-wedding situation not quite like that. Uh but it's a lingerie shower which is like a bridal it's basically a bridal shower except it's <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a lingerie shower is just Uh, before the bridal shower after the bridal shower but all you get is underwear and sex gifts that's all it is and I went to my cousins I went to my sisters because there were older women in my family that got married before me that I was in like the wedding party for um I chose to sort of say goodbye to a lot of those traditions when I was getting married, because let me tell you, I I, that's so strange. (laughs) I know for sure. I, I have met enough members of my family to know that their lingerie tastes and my lingerie tastes are different. They are not going to give me anything. (laughs) I would touch with a 10 foot pole. Um, but I, we had to do that and we had to do like, um, like funny tongue in cheek, like party games. That were all oh, sex God. themed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was, but like you still invited like women from the church. It was the weirdest experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kieran. Oh, yeah. Fucking Southern matriarchal trauma, yeah. <laughs> weird shit. Yes. Yes. My
2: great uncle's name was Dick. Anyway, back to the game <laughs> wow. the, the, they played of here. Of course it was. Maxi wins. Um, Yes, which is great. I like which to see Maxi with a win- mini win is always good. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, you can tell she's real Maxie... wise. She
1: can. You can tell that she has she has eyed enough uh, fucking bulges in her day. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's um. Also, sorry. This a, m-
0: this mini challenge. I felt like mm-hmm. I like. Feel free to tell me that I'm completely wrong. I felt like it went on for a really long time. It did. They it stretched.
1: Do that with the with the like look at this man's bulge games. They really tend to yeah. Like yeah, but them- I don't know.
2: Here's the thing I will say. I just watched this game on Drag Race UK cuz I'm finally oh, yeah. watching through Drag Race UK the I first season so here. I can get to the second season. Um and I just watched this game where they were choosing whether that was like briefs or boxers mm-hmm. or commando oh, yes, or whatever, yes, yes, right? That's right. Yes. This was just something that happened. And the pacing of that is so different than the pacing of this one yeah and it's been a pretty consistent issue and i'm gonna say gonna go ahead and put a put a little a hanging pen? tab right here this is something we am going to talk a little bit about yeah. later <laughs>
0: yeah I, i'm i'm that's actually interesting that you mentioned that because that is also something that i wanted to mention as well later on.
1: i okay real real quick boys mm-hmm. i want to hear what your favorite Many like mini challenges that isn't a repeat mini challenge like i don't want to hear the puppets i don't want to hear the reading challenge uh what's your favorite mini challenge that isn't a standard every season mini challenge because i've got i've got an an answer and an alternate (laughs) because i've got a normal season answer and an all-star yeah i was was like you're
0: you're you're prepared so
1: so For normal season, I loved in season 10 where they made these bitches put on blindfolds and then sit on a throne and try to guess what they were sitting on because all of them were so bad at it. And it was mostly just these like boys that were like, because, you know, two thirds of the way through the season, they're wearing gym clothes and their eyebrows are done. Like, you can definitely tell that they've been wearing pounds and pounds of makeup every day for in a month um but they were just like slowly easing themselves on like plates of food and weird shit and i guess what it was by feeling with their ass that one was very funny and in all-stars 2 they did a situation where they had like pantyhose around their waist with like tennis balls in it that looked like really 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 low-hanging testicles and they had to somehow play putt-putt golf with those by sort of humping the air and getting the ball oh my god that was a <laughs> hilarious mini challenge That as one was well. really good. Yeah. Um that's my answer. I
0: really enjoyed, <laughs> uh, actually from season 13, uh, the mini challenge where they had to like be each other's arms and then do the makeup oh, tutorial. Because yeah. oh. oh, like good. out of all the mini challenges, that one has probably made me laugh like the most and the most that consistently. Was, that was really good. Because everyone was so funny. I thought that yeah. one was really good. And I hope it becomes a repeat.
1: I that reminds me of the Be My Legs challenge that they did on All Stars 3 where they were like sitting on their stomachs and then there, it was someone else's legs and some the top of someone else's body. I think they've done that more than once. But that one. Yeah, it's very, very funny. Mm.
2: Adam, Um there was a couple that come to mind because um, I assume that we're going to count like all the photo shoot ones as a repeat thing.
1: Uh, yeah, probably. Shouldn't really yeah. Count.
2: Um, so the first one that comes to my mind, I think it was season 12 was the one where like they're trying to get into a club and like they're, they're, they like showed up in quick drag and they're all like, I think that was silky.
1: It. So I think that, that may have been, been 11. It yeah, yeah,
2: was 11. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was silky. Yeah. So yeah, it was 11 and they're trying to get into, they're trying to get into a club and it's like all through that, like fisheye lens and everything. Yeah. Oh my like God. That. Is
0: that the one where she like runs at the door? Like she just yeah. mm-hmm. charges yeah. straight at the <laughs> yeah. door. Yeah. yeah
2: that one was good um there was one where they like they did drag makeup on just their chin like did eyes and then like went upside down yes yes, Mm -hmm. with their mouth that one was very good too that's very good uh anytime that they have to do they have to do drag makeup in like a weird scenario like there was one they had to do in the dark that was good Mm -hmm. um those things are are usually fun but yeah anytime it's like just like put on quick drag and then do something goofy yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. That's a funny like, Even the Baywatch challenge was funny mm-hmm. from, yes. from, like, this one. It, like, yes, anytime I'm, time I'm getting, like, heavy improv
0: warm-up games from the mini challenge, chances are I'm probably going to like it.
1: Also, most of the time, for most seasons, I am not sad that we dumped the, like, ridiculous photo shoot, like, uh, America's Top Model intro challenge. Like, I'm not sad about that. But one of the best parts and by one of, I mean, probably the best part of Canada's Drag Race is when Jimbo. Jimbo. Yes, is when Jimbo comes yeah. in and has to walk up this slippery thing. And
2: just, <laughs> and just, just screaming. Just yeah. Screaming, just the fan Jimbo. comes on.
1: Um, I watched that clip. I watch that clip because it comes up on like my TikTok or something and then I go and I find the full clip. I watch that yeah. at least once a month. probably one, Maybe once every other month, but I watch that That's clip. That's
2: the reason I lot. asked whether we were going to count that one or not as a challenge it's because so were we able to I would have been, I would have been my number one pick just for that moment just yeah. For that yeah so oh, good she fucking, it was the, it was the best part of Tanner's tragedy
1: right. <laughs> voice for no reason where she was just like, I there's no snow where I live and then she just starts screaming oh <laughs> and everyone's so, done, fucking oh, it's so good
2: oh, so good oh. wow can't wait for All-Stars International <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: But then we've got we've got makeover time because it's mm. uh, it's the makeover it, challenge. We, we we pull in a bunch of rugby boys,
1: a beautiful oh, yeah. pack of fellas, by the way. A l- oh yes, a lot of talent there. Gotta say.
0: Oh yes, Very yeah. Impressed. Some I was I was impressed. Yeah. uh oh. and so Mac- maxi kind of like pairs on up, and I. I always like it when they do the makeover challenge and the person who's pairing them up mm-hmm. doesn't play it competitively and instead tries too. to kind of like pair them up like to make everyone have like the best sort of shot at it because I think yeah. it's more interesting.
1: I I I like that. And then I like the reverse sometimes where they try to fuck just one person over because that also happens a lot on the makeover challenge is that they basically just, they see like one person that they feel like is going to have a hard time walking in heels or one person who has like a very like defined jawline or something that that to them they think is going to be hard to put makeup on and they just try to fuck one person over because they had an argument two episodes ago because every now and then it backfires in a really funny way because that happened when whoever was assigning the makeover uh challenges for season 10 and they gave a they specifically gave aquaria um a like a a black man they specifically gave aquaria like a person of color because they thought that she wouldn't be able to paint a darker (laughs) skin tone which is just a weird assumption (laughs) (laughs) it was a weird assumption but uh i just i think that stuff like that's funny too when they try to be strategic but it's just for one single person just for one person just uh yeah
0: (laughs) so did we want to talk about some of the because so all, all our queens start like you know Doing up their, uh, doing up their drag daughters and getting to know them and 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 putting them in corsets and heels and things like that. And um, did did, did we want to talk about some of the issues that maybe we had with some of the pacing in, in this bit? Because this is where I really noticed it myself.
1: Um,
2: yeah, I mean, I I kind of I kind of clicked out for yeah. a big chance of this. There was so little happening, so little of interest happening. Like they have they have had a lot of I feel opportunities to um humanize these queens over mm-hmm. the course of this season I haven't. um that have gone just undone. Mm-hmm. Like yeah at this point I, I was sitting through this episode and I couldn't figure out who I was rooting for. I couldn't figure out who I wanted to see like continue on, who I wanted to see win this. Cause I just I don't really have a strong feeling or opinion about any of these people. Yeah. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's their fault. I think it is no. a production issue yeah. um, that we've, we spend so much time on America drag race and on UK drag race. They spend a lot of time. Well, maybe I guess less on UK, but they spend a lot of time spending like getting the backstory, getting like the, the home life, getting the, you know, parts of these people's lives yeah. seeing people interact with one another in a like the, friend-to-friend level that is not here. Well,
1: like I in the in the UK, much like in America, um, a lot of that comes while they're getting ready. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is about how they have done that, but the only time they have like produced conversations like that was with Scarlett. Like they have they don't uh give these like probing questions mm. and the interview segments have been garbage like the interview segments have been so just shallow like baseline questions i don't know how like understaffed they're like i it has to be a production thing because it's definitely the like wrapping yeah. of the show that's failing these these queens because i'm sure they're all interesting and great but i don't know anything about them other than electra has been doing yeah. this for less time than everyone else and anita and Keita uh ha- own a business together and that's kind of it that's kind of all that i fucking know about any of these queens well and of races yeah other than that i don't know anything <laughs> about any of these queens and that's not their fault that's definitely on production um yeah but it's it's frustrating
0: yeah, like, like it's so karen from finance arguably had like a really massive name before coming into the show i I yeah. do not know a single fucking thing about it. It was the, name I, was the I, name I knew about. That was about it. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and even now at this point, uh, six episodes in, I do not know what her history with drag is. I don't know, other than that, that she's been racist in the past, but that didn't come up on the show. I found that out myself. Yeah, they I didn't, just I didn't chose to- out.
1: Which made me feel like they were setting her up for something great, even though she's been disappointing, because they I mean, they just like skipped over her when you could have mm. two for one in the same episode where you uh, y- whatever, where you have your bad this episode. Karen, for,
2: ugh, thus it, far, it's, uh, it's it's been Karen, the JCPenney's mannequin, because like, yeah, she's just yeah. standing up there giving no personality and, then and not and always can... not
1: <laughs> 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 the Dab the Dab was funny. The Dab was funny. the Dab was good.
0: okay. Dab well, was good. And, but but this is the thing. Is it like all of them, I think individually, even Scarlet, despite the fact that she is a huge racist, even Scarlet, I think this can apply to, they all have very interesting personalities and they're obviously quite charming people, and mm-hmm. they're they have stories and they are interesting they're and charismatic. but like
1: they they just, not, of view.
0: yeah. they're not being given the opportunity, I
2: think, to really kind of showcase that in their confessionals or in the workroom
1: there are a lot well, this of this
2: episode is a prime this episode was a prime example of it in when like they're getting everyone's getting painted right uh-huh. and this would be a moment to go into people's backstories go into they either the queen's backstories or relate the to these episode
1: always, yes. they always Rel- do that. Or, or
2: spend episode. some time relating to these people and like give us a, a view into these people's lives by relating to the people they're making over instead the like bulk majority of that conversation was oh well art simone's painting her face before she paints yeah her uh the makeover person's face and isn't what are you going to do if you run out of time and it's all Scarlet's shady hand boning
1: uh, a custom corset for her yeah and it's yeah. like and,
2: and and it's like oh well art's got art's got such a great art art's face looks great yeah too bad her personality shit and it's like this this like you're not. This was the time. Yeah, this was the time to give yeah. any what, level of personality. There, to these there, people there, there that was, is not
0: just shade. There was a really there was a nice story from uh uh what, what was the name re reaction from Electra Shark's drag daughter mm-hmm. while he's doing a face about being a Pacific Island person. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and 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 being queer, and that's a really nice story. And Electra's like, oh yeah, yeah, and like kind of like relates to it a little bit. But then it immediately moves on to just like shade and bitching, and I'm like, no, I, I want no. more of. I want more of that.
1: I I don't know how it's been so different from this season to like, I I didn't I, like. Let's be let's be honest here. I watched like the first half of Candace Jack Race, and I had a yik and I don't remember that one mm. them getting any better. But for America and for UK, which I have seen every ounce of, they always always go into. A little bit more about the queens. A little bit more about the backstory. Uh, but right. Australia, it's all like one-liners, insults, and that in nothing. And I, it can't just yeah. be the queens because I'm sure that in other seasons, producers have encouraged certain conversations or done any imp- like done any information gathering on the queens beforehand to know which conversations to like push at yeah. different times. Like they, they have to have, and it's yeah. I don't know where the ball was dropped or if it's dropped consistently, but like even the way they set the challenges up, like when they did this in All-Stars 4, when they did this in season 9, season 10, they... they make them come out and do a little like presentation or do a little like number or something like they give them time on the runway to practice and like choreograph a little thing with it. They anything, any development they, they don't do, they skip it. There was no, okay. Okay. I'm going to teach you how to walk in heels, blah, 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 blah. blah. I'm going to teach you how to tuck. There was no like even fun, like connecting moment shown for anyone up there Like for anyone, it wasn't interesting. It wasn't.
0: What I noticed like immediately as soon as they started going into the kind of like makeover section is that we went to we went to one pairing and they were talking about heels. Then we went to the next pair and they were talking about heels. Then we went to the next pair and they were talking about heels. And then we went through mm. all of the queens in succession as they all talked about heels. Then we have had- Have you ever th- been in drag before? Have you ever been yeah, in have drag you before? Yeah, have before? you ever been in and drag and, before? And then we had three people in a row talking about corsets. It was like yeah. and like a, a, and it was really frustrating from like a production perspective or like from an editing perspective because it looked like sure. someone had put together a fucking EDL of like the best moments from like these different things and then when they actually came time to put the episode together they were like uh let's not really cut it up we'll just stick it in as is and hope that no one notices and it comes across so boring and artificial yeah. and i feel really bad because all of the queens in this I'm sure are doing a really great job, but it this, the the season doesn't have the same like heart and soul as some of the other no. ones, which I find very disappointing. No, yeah,
1: no, it's a race to the fucking bottom. Like, I would be, I would be shocked if these queens get their careers get significantly bolstered from this, because apart from Electra. It seems like everyone was very established in their communities, in their scenes, whether it's in New Zealand or in Australia. the The show isn't interesting. Like, what? What? Could you imagine? I mean, outside of a panorama, but could you imagine a bunch of queers getting together on Thursday in a bar and watching this? Like, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Like, they, they like in the U S at least they like congregate at, bef- I also have a panorama. Um, is there, but they used to go and like live watch and then they would have rue girls from other seasons or from that season, go and talk in the commercial breaks. And they hosted that at bars every single week. I, I, I don't even know what I would talk about. I'm on a podcast right now. I don't know what I'm other than complaining about the season as a whole. What do I talk about, <laughs> like, it's not interesting. The shit isn't interesting. I, it's not good.
0: Like, I don't know. It's it's like there's producers who are trying to produce RuPaul's Drag Race, the reality competition, without actually producing any kind of storyline or like actual television show. Like there's a lot of effort, I think, being put into making sure that the competition is there, and it is. But I don't think there's any kind of effort being put into like making them relatable or
2: or having some kind of through line in the season. Which is as big a misstep as you can make because as a reality show, the show's dog shit. Like mm-hmm. it always has been as a reality show because yeah. it's completely rigged. It's all one person's opinion. Absolutely like is. from like you and it's stuff that you accept, right? Bad things happen to people that you like because mm-hmm. it makes for good TV. <laughs> Bad and because it to means you can bring them in on all stars. Yeah. Like as a as a Silky's so always gonna competition, be in Final Four
1: because like, you you know that there's going to be yeah, some yeah. bullshit. There's such clear so, editing.
2: So, uh, yeah, I mean, you're dead on right here. And that's that's that robbing the soul part of the show from it and like not making it about like the life that these people have lived yeah. and not making mm-hmm. it about, um, you know, t- coming together uh, and, you know, rising above, not making it about um, overcoming challenges Making it instead just, hey, here's these people, we had them do this challenge, here's the one that did it the best, is such yeah. a misstep yeah. because that is it's, not what well, this show is good at.
1: It's trash. No, the, I I won't speak for huge chunks of the fans of this show because huge chunks of the fans of the show are so toxic and awful, but I don't know of a single person that watches this program for the, like, excellence because they think that the person that wins is the best i don't know a single person that watches this because they're a fan of rupaul who's a fan of rupaul like i don't i don't know anyone no they're not watching it for comedy like it's not because it's significantly super funny it's not because the fashion is is god tier every now and then you get really funny moments and really good fashion and that's like fun little nuggets every single person that i know that i talk to watches this show because they want to see the new queens and they want to learn about all this like big ensemble cast of people. That's why they watch it is because they'd never heard of Monet exchange before. And they want to see this bitch and they'd never heard of Monique cart. And they want like, that's why people watch is because the Queens themselves are entertaining and interesting and bring their own perspectives. Like shit like that. Like my first season that I ever watched live was season 9 and i remember when they talked about the pulse shooting and when sasha talked about having to go like to russia cuz sasha's from russia and that like they talked about real shit all the time peppermint talked about getting detained and having to take her wig off because she was getting like misgendered at like flying out of uh the ussr or no it wasn't the, no it wasn't the ussr <laughs> but flying out of russia like because it <laughs> They talked about real stuff, and we learned about like real shit about the queens. Yeah. And there's been none of that. It's been so filler, trash, garbage. It is like they're editing all yeah. of these queens to be filler queens. It is so frustrating.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's really an, like it's it's especially frustrating. I think for me because yeah, ever since I got ever since I got into Drag Race, there like I've been hearing rumors about there's gonna be an Australian season down of Drag and down. Race. And then it, and then it was it's down under and there's going to be some New Zealand queens on it. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Drag Race yeah. is coming to my country. That is so cool. And like, I mean, we're only at episode six, so I can't like I don't want to say yeah. like overarching statements about the about the season as a whole. But like, I like this. I like this season. But I think if if, if it wasn't if it, if this was another American season, I'd be like, this season sucks. But I think I only like it because there's New Zealanders in it and because there's references that I get.
1: I mean, if they did a a drag race season where it was all like, all these queens go into a farm. I'd be like, "Oh hell yeah, this is my hell yeah. I grew up on a farm. Yeah, yes. Bring yeah. bring them to me. Bring these queens to me. And but then they just cast Blair St <laughs> Clair and fucking Eureka. I don't know if anyone else had stepped on a farm, but like, I, oh shit. I don't want to see that. Oh damn. Oh no. <laughs> Take it back. Burn it. <laughs> Take it, back. Take it back. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think. I, it, I mean, I could. I could kind of relate. You know, if they only. Did, if they did like a uh, Drag Race Chicago or something like that, and only took Chicago queens, and it was only like they'd call Denali, they from Chicago. S- the- <laughs> bring, bring, bring in Shay I was just you know, talking about this Fifi with my O'Hara. fucking husband.
1: I, the, I have such an affinity for the for the Chicago queens because uh, mm-hmm. like Trixie's Milwaukee, Kim Chi is Chicago, Shay is yep. Chicago, Denali is Chicago. Like, I don't know why, but I always love me a Chicago queen. And it is. I just love me. A you Chicago know,
2: queen. Uh, your favorite, your favorite.
1: Uh mm hmm.
2: I, I, for a second, I was going to say Silky, but then I forgot Silky isn't technically. A no, Chicago She's not queen. a Chicago she queen.
1: Diddle. Get off it. Vixen Chicago, though. <laughs> I love the Chicago Queens. Anyways, neither here nor there. Bitch, I'm not yeah. from Chicago, but here we are
2: neither so um do we oh, want to look at these
0: yeah. looks do we yeah, want to look all, at these looks like all, all that said do we want to look at <laughs> let's actually talk about the
2: challenge
1: i do a lot i would like yes i'd like to be very rude and crude a lot about this yes
2: that's fair all right uh so first on the runway was ketamine with phetamine uh, i will say they did a good job with naming yes of yeah these yeah, sister yeah, yeah. queens
1: Sometimes um, there's like yeah. an absolute trash name in these makeover challenges, and it does kind of fuck it up. Uh, but they did a good job naming naming their sisters, daughters.
2: I think I think Maxie's Maxie's name had nothing to do with Maxie, but was a still a great name though. So we'll we'll get to that. One.
1: Well, okay. So Kita and Feta were fun, goofy, uh, very Manila, and I don't know if it's because just because it was black and white, black and white. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. but it was very like big printed stuff i will say that they were right this is the best kita has looked all fucking season absolutely
2: absolutely i don't
1: know i don't know who came in and uh forcibly took the like shitty colored glitter lipstick away from her (laughs) but that person is a saint i i think i think uh Big G-O-D, I I think the the dude upstairs for whoever took that glitter lipstick away from her. I thought, every you were, day.
0: I thought you were saying that God took away the glitter lipstick.
1: Yeah, I am. It was a it, that was a divine <laughs> intervention. That was, was an divine act of intervention. a deity. It was an act of God. Yeah. So
2: here's the here's the Big thing G-God. that I think Kita did super well is that, and, and it was not a universal thing for everybody. Was to get this family resemblance thing down. You have to do same colors, similar mm-hmm. prints, like same silhouette, different accessories, maybe. Um, and that's and that's in, in the same paint, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. there were so many people that just like this is similar look and they're the same kind of style, but that's like they weren't the same color spectrum. <laughs> they were no. not, or they were literally the exact same thing on two different people. Yes. And that was just as bad.
1: So Electra and Re-reaction. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, sorry, that
0: reminds me. So, I was talking to Nick. Apparently, Electra does not do her own makeup outside of the show. So, if she's doing drag at, like, Kaluzi or whatever, someone else does her makeup. Like, an Auckland-based makeup artist will do her makeup for
1: her. Oh, like Silky. Because Silky don't... Silky, when Silky is trusted to do her own makeup, we see the markers. We see Sharpies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I will say that, you know as to to my knowledge electra has not pulled out sharpies so we've seen worse um but we it have. does we have. provide some imp- important context for why her makeup skills have not been uh, i would say on par with the other girls uh, I do agree with the judges when they said that it was smart that she went like outside of like a skin tone. Do you know what I mean? Like that was, she went to a more yeah. alien place because it's kind of like a yeah, bluish yeah. tint, not full avatar, but kind of like a bluish gray, like a corpse kind of thing. Um, it's not bad, but they do look like they are playing in some kind of C-tier slasher sci-fi fucking schtick, Like
2: This is... Yeah, goofy this as is hell. season 1 of the Star Trek original series. <laughs> it's it's yeah, um, camp. It's a Star it's Trek camp, porn. I <laughs> it's I don't, Jesus, I, I, don't cool. I don't I don't I don't really appreciate the the idea of just I'm going to buy two of this dress and bring those both mm-hmm. and that's what we're going to do that's for lazy. the makeover challenge. Like that I don't think's great. Yeah. And I also think that like they could have done a lot from for family resemblance like their paints very good like they would have read family resemblance wearing different things um huge misstep not to give the uh made over rugby player a gap tooth because Mm -hmm. that gap in electroshock's uh like grill is iconic at this point yeah yeah uh it would have been easy to recreate Mm -hmm. and that would have been uh something that like would have added just a little bit of fun to it yeah i i think it's fine like i it's perfectly it's safe it's safe. compared
0: to all the compared to some of the other choices I should yeah. say. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Maxie's shield. Speaking of which. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's talk about this cuz um so Maxie, I kind of noticed this episode she was getting a lot more confessionals. Uh, like she was providing a yeah. lot more commentary. And I, I said to why. Nick, oh, maybe, that mean, maybe that means it's going to be Maxie's week to win. And then Nick goes, uh. or maybe that means it's going to be her week. And I was like, I don't want that. I said, Maxie going home doesn't make sense with my fantasy. And then she came out in this fucking like toilet bag. So and I was like, um, well. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't understand. Can you, let's start with the positives. I don't understand what, what silhouette. Uh, no, I said it. Silhouette. Hold on. I said yeah, it. No silhouette now i get it <laughs> you got it now, now? i yeah. got it okay. um funny okay. it's funny because there was no silhouette because this she wrapped this bitch up in a pink doggy bag in a pink yeah. fucking shit bag
2: grimace from mcdonald from the mcdonald's gang does have a silhouette um so technically there is a silhouette here i cannot i, I, th- I think I believe- the grimace
0: has more of a silhouette to be honest because you know it's grimace when you there's look a at lot them. of grimace I- to
1: love and I do feel like yeah. I do feel like Grimace has a lovely sort of glooped like triangle shape uh, rounded a triangle do shape. Do
2: you think do you think Maxi only has one set of gigantic tits? Do you think that was the problem? Because <gasps> that is like that's in true. every fucking look. She, Maxie wears these giant tits. Didn't, say, didn't right? she say she
1: was like 48 years old? I, I look look
2: as a, I grew
1: my own tits. And by forty eight, if tits were part of my job, I would have gotten a second set. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: like yeah. that seems. I know.
1: Seems, yeah, I know. Uh, there's no that way. that
2: seems like something you could have planned. Around. But yeah. it, it like do they look the same? Sure. Do they look?
1: They cut good? strips of fabric instead of put they a look wig like on Maxi? them. They
2: cut. This is it's it doesn't look like Maxie. Yeah, this is like like they
0: do have a family resemblance and. Like, they they do look like they're from the same drag house. I do not think this is like a... a this isn't what I would consider a Maxi Shields look.
1: This it is... Do, it doesn't
0: say no. Maxi Shields to me.
1: Bad. Okay, put... Okay, says,
2: okay. Yeah, that's bad.
1: Putting a, ma- a matching turban on with the exact same fabric of the dress feels unfinished. Because th- this this turban looks straight up like a a towel that you wore out of the shower that's already bad Mm -hmm. to do that with just like a pussycat wig though seems intentional to do that with no wig on and just strips where it kind of vaguely looks like hair what the fuck is that that doesn't make any sense to me this man shaved his like shaved his beard and they had a whole thing where he didn't want to say that oh my gosh it looks way worse but to my taste i would have left the beard i would have left some of that beard on him personally mm-hmm. not that not that he's you know changing his facial hair for to meet my standards but he that it takes a long time to grow a beard that long it takes a yeah. long time shaved his face yeah. and st- this and then and then he stepped into a pink sack and was like oh we're yeah. done it
2: it's pretty bad awful
1: gutted rotted
2: Art Simone and Craft Simone. I I like the name. We'll start. This there. is a good so name. That's, Fifi is, O'Hara. Did
1: this is the her yes. drag oh, daughter God, yes. looks straight up like Fifi O'Hara. I can't. Did Fifi does Fifi play rugby in New Zealand? Have we do we know what Fifi's up to these days since the panorama?
0: She hasn't tweeted in six months. Maybe she's here.
1: Maybe maybe no. There is no way that Fifi would ever resume a drag race anything BP's is never no. coming back to this franchise God, no matter what country. God,
2: in. No. i i get the bold colors i get that yeah um and
0: and and, and this the priscilla sh- like reference? the shoes it's nice
2: yes there's that and and like i get the shoes the shoes are pretty much the same except like one's got the laces on the front one's got the laces on the back so that was cool mm-hmm. I think it's the wig that throws me. I think it's the fact that her drag daughter is wearing a giant beehive wig, she's like a fucking B fifty two. and then she's wearing like some Marie Antoinette curls in like it's, neon green. It looks like she's wearing a giant like um the, that that like the candy that you like
0: peel the strips off. It looks like she's <laughs> ribbon candy. Ribbon candy. Yeah, yeah, ribbon candy. It does. yeah it looks like she's wearing a giant yep. piece of ribbon. She's candy. wearing Air ribbon candy on her
1: head. over there on her fucking wig. I personally would boot both of these these looks not interesting to me first of all second of all the boot covers are so clearly boot covers no gutted rotted cause like cosplay girls that do this just for conventions make better boot covers no no um i get that it's a priscilla reference but for some reason the tiny baby flip-flops like they're not even human like adult size flip-flops But they're not like baby, tiny, cute flip flops. They are like kid sized flip flops. That bothers me. All the black bothers me. The hair choices bother me because these aren't even from the same era. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, this beehive and shift dress, like, shapeless shift dress is 60s. And what she's doing is burlesque from the fucking, like, demon spawn version of Lady Marmalade. Like, this is... <laughs> God, no, they're not even from the same era. She's doing some fucking shitty burlesque yeah. show in Candyland. And the other one... It, it's bad. It's bad. Why, why are there pom-poms? Why does she only have one... Fucking flip flop earring. Why does she have chains on her flip flop dress? What? No, none of this makes any sense. Why is she in a nude pump? This is no, Mama, no. Yeah. And then I I I, I, think, I think as
0: well. Like, no, I was just gonna say. I think. I think I have a similar problem with this one as I do with the Maxi Shield one. Is that like, I don't think the look. Like, I don't really like the looks particularly. I don't think they're terrible or anything, but I don't see that kind of look and go, oh yeah, Art Simone. Like I was expecting, to be honest, yeah, a lot more from Art Simone. I was expecting something way more creative.
1: And like I'm usually not as critical about the runway, but the whole challenge is the runway. The whole that's the whole thing. That's the whole kit and caboodle today. And it bothers me. look, I love a Valentina. I love a queen that's in her fantasy and cannot imagine why she would be safe or bottom or whatever like even a milk even a level of delusion where it's like are you do, why do you feel like you're the main character i get it but art simone coming back and just staunchly refusing of like well i didn't make a carbon copy and everyone else understood this differently like you've watched this program i know for sure that you've watched this program art simone at at what point has what you've done ever flow like it seemed like a good idea it's it's why the level of detachment and it's not even fun it's not even interesting because when valentina does it it's like oh baby oh baby you're casting your own little fucking reality show in your head that's not funny when art does it it's not it's not i don't like it
0: oh nick Nick actually pointed this out to me as well like she she was sitting there like doing her eye and being like the the fucking glue's still drying why don't you fuck off and like Nick pointed this out. He's like, she's already gone home. In yeah. what reality is she under any kind of license to slag off other people for what they're doing? When it's like, no, no, you already fucked this up badly enough to go home, and you are only back in the competition because of the fucking grace of God. I would shut the fuck up and just do my thing because well, I have no. Fucking. Leg to
1: stand. That's why people have that fuck shit theory. That they think that she they might be setting her up to be a Brooklyn and take over hosting like it's because she has this fucking mentality like she owns the show already. That's why people think that. Is because she's fucking acting like it. She's fucking acting like they've already signed contracts where she's coming back going to be host next. You know what I mean? Like she's pretending like she runs this place and it's ridiculous. It just it just it doesn't make any I don't like it. I don't find her compelling. I just find her very frustrating to watch. And part of that might be on the fact that production is not giving any of these queens development. So I only get to see the aspects of their personality from when they're stressed and trying to do this. But it still sucks. I still don't want to watch it.
0: You know what? (laughs) I bet that parts of the show were produced by straight people who don't understand drag race. Uh and, And only think queens are bitchy and shady and like people love the drama in the workroom so that's all we're going to give them
1: it does seem like a very straight like uh a tone deaf editing job like it does feel like that Mm. like maybe they filmed it and then they like outsourced the editing and they just hired some other i don't know but it does feel like it's someone that's never watched Drag Race, someone that's not a fan, like, yeah. that has put, the, that yeah. has cobbled this garbage together.
0: All right, uh, electroshock and re reaction. Uh, this is Scarlet and Sapphire. Oh, sorry, Scarlet and Sapphire. My bad. <laughs> I get them confused all the time. But you like how confidently I said it, though?
2: Like, I, people listening yeah. would not have been able to tell the difference. Mm. Yeah. No, we did talk about, we did talk about, uh, Riri and, uh, Electra already, but yeah, Scarlet Adams and Sapphire Adams. Uh, it's a trashy, it's a trashy look. Yeah, I don't like it. It's boring. I mean, it's a corset and some pumps. Yeah, like. It's not but even she a hand corset. boned
0: the corset. Did she mention that she hand sure, boned? Sure, it's better the than I could
2: do for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but absolutely, still yeah, boring. I don't know. Is is yeah? It's it's just two different colors. I mean.
1: it's bad it doesn't even fit sapphire well it doesn't fit sapphire well the tights are the wrong color for sapphire they're barely the right color for scarlet um it's 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 garbage it's trash um it looks like it looks like if you went to like a halloween because i don't know if they have these in new zealand but they have like halloween stores that come up like in oh no. no 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 okay it looks like if you went to a Halloween store and you got like a shitty cheap costume version and, you know, it does it and it says like Daenerys Targaryen and then it's like basically a white towel. Do you know what I mean? Like it's that for like Violet Tchotchke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where it's like, it's the <laughs> Halloween Express version where it is a corset and it, it like, it has that weird like pin up high like triangle boob situation. Um, but the wig is a shake and go Marilyn... that both on both of them it's a shape shake and go marilyn monroe it fucking sucks the tights are the wrong color it's not styled at all it's not even styled incorrectly it's just not styled at all i don't know why her um drag daughter i don't know why sci-fi was wearing some weird necklace like some weird green necklace that looked kind of like the hook from moana
0: it's uh the punamu hook is like a cultural um uh, a oh. piece of iconography so she wouldn't have taken it off for like oh okay reasons
1: that would have been a fucking excellent thing for them to put in there then because i didn't know that yes because yes. i'm I, entirely I, ignorant I, of new zealand yeah. and australian culture that would have been an excellent fucking thing yes. for them to include and i awesome. didn't know anything
0: if i were scarlet i as well would try and incorporate that into the drag look which i thought yeah. she would do and well, i mean to be fair Scarlett is racist so like why would she no. bother to learn anything about her drag daughter? Like, I mean. But yeah, it was.
1: I mean, they have they I, ha- that I, to not include anything about that means that you have to assume that the entire watching audience is aware of that, which would mean that yeah. you're assuming the entire watching audience is of Australia and New Zealand, I'd assume because I
0: think as well that's kind of like a, a good example of I think like something that is kind of frustrating about the season as a whole is that like there are a lot of times where they kind of have these like references and stuff and make not just little effort to explain them but literally no, no effort to explain none. them whatsoever. Yeah.
1: No, because I I I mean I had absolutely no clue, and so to me it seemed like a really weird choice to include a chunky necklace yeah, that yeah, had yeah. nothing to do with the rest of the outfit. But I had no idea that it was significant at all. And that would have been a very interesting conversation. Mm. <laughs> it would have, been, well, would have been. We kind
0: of have interesting conversations around no, here. No, interesting that's conversations.
1: No, no elevation to be had this episode. God forbid education. In uh, this, <laughs> in Pride Month? No. This, this is for <laughs> rainbow capitalism solely. We're here to make money off the queers. And that's it. Yeah. Fucking. Geez. We
0: see you. We hear you, and we will do nothing for you. We
1: will do absolutely. We will watch as you drown. Absolutely not. <laughs> Ugh. All right. So Karen for finance, Debbie from reception. Gotta say, I still love this naming convention, and it does make me giggle every time I see it. It's like Debbie or Deborah mm. from reception. I think. Debbie. Yeah, it's
2: Debbie. I, I. I don't know. It's. It's another one of those we're wearing the exact same thing. Um, I mean, there's some little bit of detail difference, but the pattern is exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like the glasses look identical. The wigs look, I mean, just styled differently. Uh, If if you would have shown me just the picture quickly, I don't know that I would have picked out which one was which. I don't know. I would have known, which I guess means you're making you're making her up well. But I don't know. She looks boring to me.
1: Yeah, no, she looks great. She looks did great. a good job with the paint. I think that this just based on past like seasons, this is more likely to be successful than um Art Simone's. Like the Art Simone take where it's mm-hmm. like nothing matches and nothing's the same and it's that has never gone over well. This is m- yeah. closer to the brief, definitely. Um but it's hard to I think the glasses are a real misstep. I think if they could see her face, they wouldn't have had such a problem with mm-hmm. it because some more variety yeah. in the outfit would be nice. But hey, some more variety in Karen's, in Karen Finance's runways at all would have been nice. So for her, I mean, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> she brought four outfits uh, and they're all pantsuits. Yeah. <laughs> hey, why, why does she drag Hillary Clinton? I won't, I can't with that. But, She's Mm -hmm. not.
2: She's, she's, she's Dolly Parton working nine to five. The problem is that (laughs) she did such a bad Dolly. So whenever she shows up in this, in this, this look where she's doing the care yeah. for finance thing, which is always a hundred percent a, Hey, did you guys see that Dolly Parton movie nine to five? You guys have I, seen that, right? Cause that's the look, that's the genesis of that look. And it always reminds me of how bad she did. I know that you're right. <laughs> so that's doesn't I know work for me. You're anymore.
1: right. But it makes me so upset to see Dolly compared to someone that's doing so mediocre. So, I know that yeah, you're yeah, correct, I, but Dolly I, is, is important in my heart. And I, I, Oh, oh
2: oh like if we think i went into dollywood before you were you were even born so i mean you don't need to tell me uh, you know what you
1: have a point i wasn't born yet so
2: thinking about and like looking
0: at some of karen's like past looks i think especially for this one i was expecting so much more of a story like so she's karen from finance and then instead of just Debbie from reception, which like is kind of a dead end in terms of like a na- in terms of like a story. Like it, it, you know, Debbie from I don't know construction. Debbie from like not
1: Debbie from accounts yeah. payable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the longest from accounts name.
0: Payable. Like fucking Debbie, Debbie from like the cafeteria, like IT. Like, Debbie, yeah, like from De- the yeah, cafe from IT. Bru- where- next door. <laughs> yeah, like like wh- where they're still like they're both corporate employees Debby they're from both from check cashing around
1: the corner de- de- debbie from the bodega around the block
0: <laughs> yeah 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 i you know Deb- debbie from mcdonald's de-
1: de- debbie from the drive-thru
0: <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god debbie from, from the, the dri- drive-thru debbie of course i
1: think this like corporate um, shtick is funny um karen has not delivered in basically any of these challenges since the first one so i don't know why expectations are still high for her um i thought her her did fine it just i think that without the glasses this could have been better because then she could have seen her face i think putting the glasses on fucked it up i think that was a big misstep i think it would have been better without the
2: glasses i would agree all right well they give some uh some some critiques, by and large, do you guys agree with the critiques.
1: I think they're being too nice to art, but I always think they're being too nice to art. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, yeah, rip them, drag them, yeah. tear them apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I yeah, I, I I I agreed with pretty much all their critiques, but yeah, I think they should have definitely like I think read art a little bit more because. It happens every single fucking makeover challenge, but there's always someone who's like, well, I'm going to do this for the makeover challenge and completely ignore the brief and just go totally outside the boundaries. And then they don't do well. And I think they should have hammered Art a bit more for that mm-hmm. because I don't think she really hit the challenge. No, do you all.
2: guys feel they got the tops and bottoms right? Keto uh, winning made the most sense to everybody. I yeah. Feel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%.
1: There's been a lot of challenges where it's like one person won and everyone else did trash. And this is yet another one where Kita clearly won and everyone (laughs) else did trash.
2: Maxie (laughs) and Scarlett as the bottom. What do you think?
1: I think that's fine. I honestly could also see art in the bottom, but I'm being a cantankerous bitch and I just don't like art. Um, And I think that that's incredibly valid, but, uh, I mean, all of them deserved. I can't. I wish they'd done at one top and everyone else lip syncing in the bottom every single time this season. Every single episode, just,
0: just yeah. five, yeah. five people all lip syncing. Yes, here yes. yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. they should have fucking done that for snatch game. How how insane would that have been? That one person wins and then just all the other nine of them. Everyone else on stage. Yeah. Everyone
1: else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They all. All and of these like, no, no, should have been the bottom. Not one
0: at a time. Not one at a time. You all have to do the same number at the same time.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's Share the stage. Did. If it wasn't for social distancing, maybe they would have.
0: Oh, true. Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree that Maxi up for elimination because her look was like easily the worst oh yeah um i definitely I, I definitely think like scarlet being up for elimination like yeah sure but i definitely could have seen art also up for elimination as well but that's just because i personally think that she just missed the mark of the challenge so much
1: yeah you can't you can't look better her than look your daughter us, it, like you just can't um no uh yeah. i just like seeing bad things happen to scarlet personally i i just like i just like seeing yeah. her fail uh and i wish i'd seen a little yeah. bit more of that <laughs> I think,
0: I think mm-hmm. that if Maxie had done a little bit better, like if her look had been a bit better, but not necessarily like say for like a winner, but if her look put had on been a, a bit wig, better.
1: Maybe. A, a wild card in a, a drag wig? competition, Perhaps. but maybe if she put on a wig. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Listen, we're not drag queens. We're not here to tell them how to. No, 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 no,
1: no. But maybe, maybe a wig. <laughs> um, I've seen it before. She looks great in wigs.
0: She does. And with the boobs as well.
1: Yeah. Um, If it had been a
0: little bit better, I think that potentially they could have just done a little bit of rigor morris and just sent Scarlet home. I wish they would have. And and which 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 I wish they would have. Um, but I, I think in this particular instance, there's no way that they could have been like, you yeah, know, Scarlet did did worse than Maxie and and sent her home.
1: I mean,
2: I so this was this the, so the lip sync was the thing that that I wanted to talk about with the editing mm-hmm. because. The editing in the lip sync is so bad. And I'm like, is this the reason I have not enjoyed any lip sync battles this season? And I went back to watch the lip syncs and they are just so poorly edited together. The reactions from Rue and from Michelle just feel really weird and disjointed. You don't hear them reacting. You just see their faces as they're like going like to a thing that like, only passingly oh that was great audio by the way but i did make a big crazy look with my face Um,
1: (laughs) but like they
2: they make this big like over overreaction to a thing that was like pretty banal Mm -hmm. that happened on the stage like somebody drops into a splits and then rue freaks out visibly but you don't hear any freak out because like they don't put any of the audio from that in there they just show like her face getting big and then like scarlet whips out some move where she's like crawling across the floor doing the WAP hump. Mm -hmm. And they show that for approximately 1.5 seconds before they bounce back over to Maxie, just doing the same move that she's done the entire time here. It's like, they don't spend any time lingering on anyone doing anything interesting or new or unique. And so it's why it feels so like stunty is that the stunts don't land. It's like, there's no weight behind anything because it's always just like, boom let's go to the next thing there's no there's no breathing room it almost
1: feels like they used a lip sync song and then after the fact they found out they didn't have the rights to it and they had to put over create like creative commons music (laughs) and they were like let's just try to sync it up let's just chunk it and let's try to sync it up to see like these girls have rhythm like that's what it feels like consistent
2: like. like this is why i felt like oh you know this person this one really like nobody really did anything impressive in this one it's like um like things were things felt mistimed or think like I, I, ke- I kept thinking so many times over the course of this season that girls just didn't hit the lyrics like they were distinct from the song. And I don't think they were. Yeah, I think they were probably mouthing in time with the music. And then in post, it was not in it was not linked, not synced up like there's an audio delay or something. Yeah, and it, like people are off.
1: I don't understand. Just, you, know what, you
2: know what I've also
0: noticed about the lip syncs as well? Uh, is that there's never any confessionals during the lip syncs, so there's no, no like, there's no pan you know, to the girls in the no back like,
1: to see them responding. There's no nothing.
0: Yeah, the, like there's there's no like build up to the end of a verse and then like you know one of them being like I'm gonna fucking take this home tonight and then like mm-hmm. you know a, a, a am Yeah, yeah, or like
2: and so there's yeah. no there's no stakes. I, I, I guess is really yeah, what I'm saying. There's usually like the, yeah, and it's it's usually like they'll go to the girls in the back and it's like. Scarlet is obviously out there for blood today, and they'll go to the other one. Maxi is leaving it all on the stage, yeah. And it's like, well, cool. yeah, cool, no, like, like it's a David it's always like, let years, me tell you, she um, listened listen watch,
1: to this song on an eight-track in her bedroom, I did just honey. Watch, like, I oh. did
2: just watch the UK one. I did just watch Maxi <laughs> no. Snatch Game, so my. Like, and got that's got why you were Tim Wong, Gunn at for both of those. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The famous UK <laughs> Drag Race UK lip sync where Tim Gunn was in the back and commenting. No, David
2: Attenborough. I was I was Sum Ting Wong's David Attenborough.
0: Yeah, it was very David Edinburgh. Thank, Thank you, Here, yes,
2: Scarlet is Thank going to
0: leave all know. of it on the stage. I forgot about She's it. at the edge
2: of the pool now. The oh. crocodile waits below. This
1: is a, this is our this is our Drag Race Down Under podcast, wherein instead we talk about Drag Race UK because <laughs> drag, Race drag Race Down Race U- Under yes. in a Drag yes. Race
2: exclusively. But, uh, yeah. all right well anyway <laughs> yeah. maxi loses and goes yeah. home and everybody's Ma- sad Ma- because Maxie's, Maxie maxi by my count is the one likable person on this stage. Correct. <laughs> so <laughs> i was Honestly, messaging with ray while we were like simultaneously watching this and i'm like uh i think Maxie's the only well, only person i like in this cast right now and again nothing against these queens it's not like i'm saying that they are bad people or unlikable people i'm saying i have not been exposed yeah. to them in a way that allows me to have any impression whatsoever, and I, yes, yeah, it's just been, it's just been. Hey, boring.
0: you know who would have fucking nailed this challenge? I reckon, Anita
2: Wiglet. I feel like Anita Wiglet probably would have done well at this. I don't, right?
1: he, y'all. Coco Jumbo's face looked Cocoa gorgeous. Jumbo. I would have loved to have seen oh. Coco Jumbo paint one of these men. Oh my god. What?
0: It's assuming. It's assuming that she can do someone else's makeup. That's, I mean, that's always that's the thing true. that I think trips a lot of them up is that they're really good at painting their own face. Yeah. And then they have to do it on someone else. And
1: I mean, I, I have to believe that the people that they sent home were very talented because what I'm seeing in front of me right now does not impress me much. <laughs> I, have to, I,
0: have, I have, to, have to believe. I have to believe. I
1: have to believe. If I had to, if I had to pick someone to root, root for for the like last few episodes, um, i'm going full like there's no way there's no way this is gonna happen but i'm going full chaos it's electroshock baby i'm riding her to the end i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck mm. we like worst best bottom to top i she can't pay she can't paint her face she hey, hasn't been doing drag for more than four weeks i don't care electroshock in it in um it. maybe I've been thinking if long production
0: understood <laughs> if, if production understood what an underdog story is, they could tell an underdog story about Electra Shock. Mm. You know, going from like low in the competition to taking it out. But every time, they, no they don't even understand that how to think audio. Every time they get
2: within spitting distance, every time they get within spitting distance of that redemption arc, that underdog story, then like Electra will say something so shitty right after that that shows that she just has such a inability to like realize that that kind of her own sucks as well yeah
1: she sucks i just think okay so drag race canada dumpster fire everyone hated the judges but ended with a good winner everyone thought okay priyanka is a priyanka is a good winner agreed Drag Race Down Under has been a dumpster mm-hmm. fire, and I would actually like for us to get to a point where we're like, even the winner there was. Tra- <laughs> I just from top to bottom, I thought, uh, just chaos. I
2: thought long and hard about how this, how this, how this could end, and who I'm rooting for at this point. How this ends, because like I've switched it up ever since. Anita went home. I have just like bounced around to try to figure out who I'm rooting for, who is going to be the one I want to see come out on top at the end of all this thing. I have changed my mind entirely. I know exactly who I'm rooting for at this point. Uh, at this point, next episode, they need to bring back Jojo's a And Jojo's a is the yes. one that I'm rooting for for the last two episodes. So I
1: love that for you. That's it. I feel strongly that, I mean, it's hard for me to draw any conclusions based on the editing because they're, you know, it's none. Um, but I feel strongly that they're either setting up for Art Simone or Scarlet to win, which are both just shitty options. I hate, I hate both of those outcomes. Terrible.
0: Terrible. Read
1: options. It, got it. Uh, like absolutely fucking terrible. Um which is why I want Electra Shock to come in, cut up all their wigs, Bianca Del Rio style. I want, I want mm-hmm. Electra to crawl into their fucking windows, cut their wigs up. Maybe that's what she did to Maxi. Maybe that's how he got here.
0: <laughs> the really sad thing that I'm now kind of realizing, just as you said that, is Scarlet winning. She she has a lot of wins, but she had a black face. I don't want her to win. Aren't winning. She came back halfway through. I don't want her to win. No. Uh, like trash. Got it. Right. No. Don't like it. She, if uh, I d Electra is not going to win because she's so bad. And then Karen from Finance winning seems almost disappointing because she's done so mediocre and she's so lacking in personality. Yeah. And She'd then, been like if Trixie
1: Mattel had won season seven. And it's like, really? Really? Trixie, yeah. Trixie Mattel winning season seven? It's like we yeah. we want to like her, but there's nothing here to like. There's nothing.
0: So I'm hoping for Kita Mean to win, to be honest.
2: I
1: guess
0: Kita Mean
2: is the only one that was safe on Snatch Game. Of these bitches, all of them were low or went mm. home from Snatch Game. Uh, except yeah. for Kita, <laughs> who was safe with a very bad Dr. Seuss. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, like, the, the the thing is, like, Art has come back to the competition and she has not. She has not proven to me that she is like gonna win it and that she like needs to be like she deserves to be back here. she's done fine
2: she, she's done fine she's just come back
1: She's done mediocre which is what she did when she was there right up until <gasps> she did really bad
2: do you guys think they brought back art do you think they brought back art to win like do you think they brought back yeah. art because no no, yeah. no 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 like like be as a response to scarlet's revelation like them finding out scarlet did blackface and they brought back oh. art specifically to win at that point, because wasn't like the next episode that they had the conversation about uh, Scarlet? I if think they so, yeah. did.
1: If I, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong, because that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, but if they did, then that means that they specifically held onto that conversation while Coco Jumbo was in the room, so that they they could have had that with a queen of color being sure. even present. And they didn't, which honestly tracks because they held it and then Mm -hmm. they eliminated the first two queens of color. So that speaks even higher to how fucking trash the production has been on this on this program. Um, But maybe. But how is there no how's there no Googling? How's there no yeah. googling before they cast yeah. these girls? Yeah, we've they been around a to Bing bowl search a few
2: times. Yeah, I can, yeah. I will,
1: I will Bing Scarlett Adams right now, and I'm gonna find pictures of blackface. I don't even have to use Google. I could go to Ask Jeeves, and I could find out that Scarlett did blackface. Go <laughs> you know, to
2: savvy search.
1: I can, I can go back in time, and I can go into an AOL chat room, and they'll tell me that Scarlett Adams is performing right now in blackface. I'm just kidding. It was, it was after the AOL era. It wasn't that long ago, but still, like still
2: all right well we got two episodes left yep
0: that's Mm -hmm. that's that's all there's only two two left we're up to our top five now um and i i'm excited i'm yeah i'm yeah it's a joy stretch
1: yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) i hope there's a second season that's better than this one um ray where can people find you online
1: uh, I'm everywhere at Rayna Romano all the time. Uh, message me, especially if you want to scream about poof all this, the world, this production team. I'm here to yell.
2: Uh, Adam, where can people find you online? Uh, people can find me in Craft Simone's Beehive, um, but also you can find me in uh, pretty much everywhere at the Adam Bash.
0: Uh, You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Mr. K underscore Bennett. You can also check out my other two podcasts, Inks and Issues and For Crits and Giggles. Uh, But until then, uh, we'll see you next time. And um, yeah, I could probably make a better show than this.
1: Um, Of note is once you get past the four ads on the top of the Ask Jeeves results the first web result that you get is a headline saying it's not okay to just keep apologizing <laughs> <Scarlett>
0: <laughs> adams. so you Jeez. really can just ask Jeeves for blackface
1: all all i didn't even t- i didn't type in t- blackface baby let me tell you i asked Jeeves about scarlett adams first headline it's not okay to just keep apologizing <laughs> yeah.